Hello, and welcome all to the Tales of the Soap Pod. Today we're going to be talking about some really interesting stories. <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy the show. <laughs> Creepy shadows under your bed. Unknown objects in the sky. Time keeps on ticking as the eyes of the darkness watch in silence. Join us as we dive deep into the depths of the unknown and go beyond the spectrum of our perception. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Spectrum of Perception podcast for episode 6. Today's episode is going to be very unique. My co-host Shade will not be with us, as he had some personal matters to attend to, but we have a very special guest host joining us today. Everyone, please welcome Gigi Lee. Hello everyone, I am so excited to be here today. I look forward to spending a few minutes and sharing a story. On today's episode, Gigi and I will be telling three stories, two that are fact and one that is fake. It'll be your job to determine which stories are true and which one isn't. On the day that this episode airs, we will be posting a poll on our Facebook page, allowing our listeners to choose which of the three stories they think is the fake one. Then, we will reveal the correct answer on the following week's episode. Now, sit back and enjoy these three unique tales. Story 1. The Unlucky Medallion This story takes us to a young boy named Keegan. Keegan is a good kid and does pretty well in school. He's 15 years old and is in his sophomore year of high school. His interests include learning about and collecting anything related to the Japanese culture. One day, his family went to the state fair. Keegan wasn't into the rides, but occasionally enjoyed the games and the merchant stands. He came across a really unique stand that had so many interesting items from Japan. What ended up catching his eye was this bronze Japanese medallion. Keegan couldn't read Japanese, but he didn't care. He had to have this medallion. Keegan bought it just before him and his family left the fair. The next day, Keegan woke up and got dressed for school, and of course put on his brand new medallion. Before leaving for school, he attempted to put in his contact lenses, but for some reason, they were not staying in, and they were causing him extreme discomfort and pain. While doing this, he ends up knocking over a soap dish and shattering it all over the floor. Though a very calm kid, he felt his rage surge like he's never felt before. His grandmother called his name, and he replied angrily, WHAT?! His grandmother didn't take to this very well, and without asking, told him, How dare you speak to me this way? If you think you are getting your allowance this week, you are sadly mistaken. Keegan was upset and ended up leaving for school. The bad luck didn't stop there. For Keegan ended up missing his bus and he had to wait for the next one. This made him late for school and he got in trouble with his first period teacher. During his second period, he had realized that his homework assignment was missing and he got an immediate F, even though he had completed it the night before his family went to the fair. Then lunch rolled around and he realized his mom forgot to give him lunch money. 
so Keegan wasn't able to eat lunch that day. And finally, around last period, he got a surprise test he wasn't prepared for, and ultimately failed it. That's two failed grades in one day, and Keegan has never experienced that before. Keegan started to think that maybe his new medallion might be cursed or unlucky or something of that nature. It was the only thing different in his life that could explain all the bad luck that day. So when Keegan got home, he placed the medallion in a box and he didn't wear it again. A few weeks later, Keegan and his family had to take a trip to Nevada for his grandmother's doctor's appointments. Keegan's friend James came along so that he wouldn't be bored on the whole trip. Just as they got about two hours out of town, James mentions that he's hot and takes off his jacket. Once James removes his jacket, Keegan noticed that he was wearing the medallion. Keegan shouted at him, Dude, why are you wearing that? It's cursed! And at that moment, the car's engine blew, leaving Keegan, James, and Keegan's mom and grandmother stranded on the side of the road. They had to call a tow truck and ride all the way back home. The ride was uncomfortable for everyone. Nobody was happy. The family ended up getting home and taking a different car and left for their trip again. A few days later, after they returned from the trip, Keegan's mom had a friend over who was from the army. It just so happened that he had been stationed in Japan and had learned a bit of Japanese. Keegan handed him the medallion and asked if he could read it. He said yes, and told him that it had said, The bearer of this coin will experience untold bad luck. He brushed it off as a joke and gave Keegan back the coin. Keegan felt so uneasy and threw the medallion away, never to see it again. Story 2 The Guardian Angel In 1992, a family of three lived in an upstairs apartment. It was the middle of summer and somewhere around 11 o'clock in the morning. The father was at the kitchen sink doing dishes. The mom was sitting at the kitchen table working on a project and the son was over playing next to the papasan chair where he used all of his toys underneath it as a fort. The mom had an overwhelming urge to get her son to her immediately. She screams out his name. Come here. He doesn't respond. She screams it again. Come here now. He looks up and he comes running over to her. Just when the son got to her, they heard a bullet come through the wall. She immediately jumped on top of him and threw him to the floor. Her husband ducked down behind the counters while they listened as this bullet pinged from wall to wall, not knowing where it was gonna land. Finally, it stopped and they got up and made sure everybody was okay. The husband called the police. The mom started looking around. Where's the bullet? She checked the living room. She couldn't find it. She looked in the kitchen and still couldn't find it. Her husband joined her after he got off the phone and they found the bullet in the middle of the hallway entrance. It was flat. It looked like a quarter. It had bounced off of so many walls. As the police came into the apartment, they wandered around trying to find out where the bullet had come through. They looked on the walls 
They looked through the windows. They couldn't find it anywhere. Finally, they found the bullet hole. It had come through the baseboards right where their son was sitting. If the mother did not holler at her son and get that feeling to get him over to her with urgency, her child would have been shot. The husband and wife decided that this neighborhood was too dangerous and they just needed to move. Within two weeks, their bags were packed, their belongings were packed, and they were moving to their new home. The mom was bringing over the last load. As she gets in her car and closes it and puts on her seatbelt, she goes to adjust her rearview mirror and when she looks in it, there's a man sitting in her car in the back seat. This man had brown hair, very fair skin, with a baby blue shirt that was a button down. The mother got startled. She jumped out of the car and immediately ran around the car to see if anybody was there. There was nobody there. She got back in her car, this time with a feeling of peace. She just knew in her heart that this was their guardian angel. And the guardian angel was there to see her off safely. She believes in guardian angels now. Story three, the devil knows my secrets. John and Beth were a happily married couple in their thirties. They didn't have any kids and they were both strong in their Christian faith. They went to church every Sunday and had Bible studies in their home on Wednesday nights. Their lives were seemingly perfect to the outside world, but unfortunately for them, it was not as perfect as it had seemed. Beth suffered from sleep-related disorders such as night terrors. She talked in her sleep all night and most nights she'd wake up screaming at least several times. As you can imagine, this made it difficult for the two to share a bed and John would occasionally stay in a nearby hotel when nights got really bad. One day, John and Beth went to go see a specialist who had put Beth in a special sleep study testing a new drug. Beth wasn't too sure about taking an experimental drug, but she knew she had to do this if she wanted to protect her marriage. The next week, Beth was to start on her new medication. John was instructed by the doctor that he needed to observe her sleeping habits for at least a week while she slept, so John took the week off to do just that. On the first night, Beth took her pills and then got into bed. Beth kissed John goodnight, told him she loved him, and went right to sleep. John sat in the corner in an armchair and read a book. For the first couple of hours, he heard nothing and saw nothing. Beth appeared to be sleeping peacefully. John thought to himself, the pills must be working. He smiled with joy and walked over to kiss Beth on the head. As he leaned in, he heard a whisper pass her lips. It was so faint that he couldn't make it out. Then he heard it again, but it was much louder. Cheater. What? He asked her. He had conversations with her in her sleep in the past, and most of the time she would answer him. So John thought he would question her. What did you say, dear? Cheater. She said louder, no longer a whisper. 
I don't understand, dear, John said, confused. At that moment, her eyelids bolted open, but her eyes were still rolled back in her head. You are a cheater, John. John was now more confused and now a bit terrified. She had never opened her eyes before. I'm not a cheater, dear. What makes you think that? Beth's body remained stiff, eyelids still open, and just stared John in the face. Liar, she said with anger, her voice now deeper. You've been screwing that tramp Cindy from the Bible study group. Did you think you could keep it a secret? John starts to sweat profusely. How does she know? Best voice, now even deeper. You think I'm a fool? You think that you could use Beth's night terrors as an excuse to screw Cindy in hotel rooms? John screams at her. No, you're wrong. I would never. Silence! She screamed. You have committed a terrible sin, John. The sin of lust. One day, you will be mine, and your soul will suffer for your sins, for all eternity. John grips Beth tightly and shakes her violently. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, for the love of God, just wake up! Beth's eyes returned to normal, and she hugged John. She could see he was terrified, and held him close. The next day, the couple were back at the sleep specialist. Beth was off getting examined while John spoke with the head doctor about what had happened that previous night. John told him he thinks she had a bad reaction to the new medication, that she spoke aggressively to him in her sleep. The doctor looked puzzled and told John, I'm not supposed to tell you this. But the sleep study requires there to be two groups of participants. Ones who get the drug, and the other who get a placebo. Beth was one of the participants given the placebo. John fell silent and began to look ill. If it wasn't the new drug, then who was it that spoke to him through his wife's body that night? And that was our three tales. Join your hosts next week to find out which one was false and which two go beyond the spectrum of our perception. Thanks again to all our listeners for supporting us and the podcast. It means a lot to us that you're here sharing this journey with us. Remember to check out our Facebook page at Spectrum of Perception and place your guess on which story you think was fake. You can also follow us on Twitter at the real S-O-P-P-O-D, and on our Instagram at the Spectrum of Perception Podcast. I also want to thank Gigi for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you. Wow, this was so much fun. Thanks again, and I really appreciate being part of your podcast. Everybody, take care and have a wonderful day. All right, see you guys in the next episode.
Pew, pew, pew.